We all want to be happy, right? But where do we find happiness? Does happiness come when we have enough stuff? Or does happiness come when we share with others? Join with me as we discuss, let's be selfish, but let's do it properly. Hi, Paul Shepard here, and welcome to the podcast. You know, some people think that having faith means believing a bunch of things that you know are impossible. Here at Rational Christianity, we take a rational approach to understanding the Christian faith. We combine history, science, the Bible, common sense, and an understanding of human nature to make Christianity make sense. Everyone is welcome here. I want to begin with a question, which is, why do people give things to other people? I mean, to begin, think about yourself. Why do you give things to other people? I think there are at least three categories of giving. First of all, we often give things to people in our own families. Just for fun, I checked to see the cost of raising a child in Canada today. And apparently, it cost $282,000 to raise a child to age 18. And I'm going to assume that for most of us who are parents, that $282,000 is what we think of as a gift, not a loan. So that's one type of giving. Giving with no particular expectation of reciprocity. And in a family context, I mean, usually it doesn't even feel like giving. It's just the cost of living together and supporting a child's development. For me personally, it does not feel like the cost of raising a family. It feels like the cost of being a family. And certainly money well spent. A second category of giving is reciprocal. We sometimes give gifts to people and we expect to get gifts back in return. And if we are honest, in many cases we expect the value of these gifts being exchanged to be comparable. Gifts exchanged at office parties or with extended family members sometimes work like this. A third type of giving is giving to people we may not even know with no expectation of any return at all. Often we do not even know who the recipient will be. And we give because, well, why do we give to unknown people from whom we have no expectations. Why do you give to people you do not know with no expectation of any kind of return? One reason for giving that has been proven by science is that giving often makes us feel better ourselves, and we get to help another person in the process. Well, that's a real win-win. Liz Dunn did an experiment on this very topic. She gave envelopes containing money to students at the University of British Columbia. The deal was the students had to do something with the envelope before 5 p.m. on whatever day they got the envelope. And they could either spend the money on themselves or they could spend the money on someone else. I'm not really sure how they measured the results, but apparently most students were happier if they gave the money to someone else than if they had kept the money for themselves. The old adage many of us have learned was that we should give until it hurts. The idea behind that is that we should be making personal sacrifice when we give to other people. The idea is that giving to other people actually hurts us, which discourages us. But these students proved the new adage that I like much better, which is, give until you feel better. Now, the above experiment does not sound particularly scientific, but it does support the thesis that giving to other people makes the giver feel better themselves. And what do you think? Think of times in your own life when you have given to other people when you could have just as easily not done that. How did you feel? Did you feel worse because you made a personal sacrifice? 
or did you feel better? But surely it's not always that easy. I mean, if giving always made us feel better, our society would operate very differently. And usually we give from the excess of what we have. I mean, we take care of our own needs first, and then we see what's left over to give away. And of course, no one is suggesting giving away so much that you force your family to starve. But our society has trained us to believe that the way to be happy is to have the stuff we want. Now, obviously, we all need the essentials, but do any of us really believe that having stuff makes us happy? Do any of us actually think that the accumulation of stuff is what gives life meaning? And to be honest, it can be a little bit hard to know, because, let's be honest, in today's society, there are quite a few things we actually need. I mean, just consider technology, for example. Personally, I have all the tech I need to do my job, as well as some tech that I just enjoy using. But for me, I don't think the technology is an object of my affection per se. I think I see technology as a tool, not an objective. But I would welcome a conversation on the topic, because maybe I'm deluding myself. In any case, I think for most of us, having stuff is not the problem. But if our lives become too focused on the acquisition of stuff, eh, maybe that is a problem. Stuff itself is not usually the problem. My good friend and preacher, Brian Biden, shared a sermon with me recently, and he claimed that the most misquoted text in the entire Bible is, quote, money is the root of all evil, end quote. And he is correct that that quote takes it out of its original context to the point where it is a misquote. The original quote is from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10, quote, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains, end quote. Money or stuff is not usually the problem. The problem is where do we place our love? Where do we find meaning in life? I want to return to the title of this episode, Let's Be Selfish, But Let's Do It Properly. I selected that title because I thought it might be at least a little bit provocative, but also because I believe it's actually true. I want to encourage us all to be more selfish. But if we're going to be selfish, we should do it properly. I mean, if something is worth doing, it's worth doing well, right? The thing is, I agree with the basic assertion that giving to others makes us feel better ourselves, as long as we are still taking care of ourselves too, of course. Because in that case, giving to others is a win-win. And since giving to others makes us feel better, we should be selfish by giving to others as often as we can. Because we should be selfish enough to want to feel better ourselves by giving to others. Our society often seems to teach us that money is the all-important thing. And as I'm talking about giving today, perhaps you think I'm talking about money. And you know, of course, sometimes money is what's actually needed. But you know, often it is not. I meet many people every week, including the working poor and people experiencing homelessness. And I have observed that the gift that many, you know, if not most people need, is not money. Many people's deepest need is a listening ear, somebody who actually cares about them, someone who will spend time with them. Many people just need to be heard. They need to feel needed, to feel wanted, to feel included. And these are things we can all give. And these are the gifts it takes to build community. I mentioned earlier a comparison with parenting, where I said that, of course, uh, you know, it takes money to raise a child. 
But we can think of that as a cost to raise a child or think of it as a cost to be a family. And I think the same thing applies to building community. If you want to build community, well, there are costs to that. And we can think of those as a cost to build a community. But I prefer to think of it as simply the cost to be community. Giving to others is about being who we are. Giving to others is about being who we want to become. Let's all be selfish by giving to others generously. Amen. Hi again, and thanks for joining in today. I'm Rev. Dr. Paul Shepard, a minister with the United Church of Canada, currently serving at Sydenham Heritage United Church in Brantford, Ontario. I'm also an environmental scientist with a PhD in physics. I'm passionate about making Christianity make sense. Please subscribe to the channel and feel free to visit the church, either in person or online. You might also enjoy my book, Evolving Christianity, which is about taking a scientific, rational approach to Christianity in order to fight racism and other social diseases. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time.